And today we're going to be talking with Fedor. And he is a professional stand-up comedian from the Netherlands. And if you've been to Bantico before, you may have met him. He's a really funny guy. He actually organizes some uh, stand-up comedy events here. And he's also organized them all over the world. He would have actually been traveling at the moment. However... Because of coronavirus. COVID. COVID. He's actually, unfortunately, not able to. But Mm. thankfully, he's able to join us by Zoom call. And he has a very funky background. Yeah, he looks like a real pro, actually. He really does. Guys, you're going to absolutely love this. The beautiful red curtains at the back. Mm. Mm, Just premium shit. It's like you're going to a professional event. Who would have thought it? And we're going to be covering a really, really fun range of topics. Something like my beaver. Yeah, Sam's beaver, Nepalese weddings, uh, getting married on Friday the 13th, whether you should piss or shit in front of your partner. And what it sounds like. When Sam is urinating Mm. and farting. And farting. So this is actually, uh, (laughs) this is going to be such a fun episode. We can't wait uh, for you to see this. Let's dive into it. Boop. Let's take it away, Fedor. So we wanted this to be a fun one, not super serious. If a girl farts a lot, is that is that a turn off for you? It's not a turn on, that's for sure. <laughs> I have an ex, I hope she doesn't see this. I cannot change her name for the story because then it doesn't work. But okay. even her family would nickname her Windy Cindy. First few months you've managed to hold them in. But she would pr- apparently <laughs> complain afterwards. Yeah, I was constantly like aching and almost exploding and running off to somewhere. But then at some point she decided that, that she reached the point just to let them rip. Just like, yeah, fuck it. They weren't smelly ones. That helped though. The smelly ones are a bigger turn off. Okay, <laughs> so this is my thing. Adam has super silent, yeah. but super oh, smelly Silent but deadly. <laughs> yeah, TVs. silent but violent. Silent but violent. Oh, Silent yeah. but violent. Is Ooh, what yeah, that's saying. a nice okay. one. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yes. But mine are just like like a, like a bomb is going <laughs> <laughs> always. So you, yeah, that's but this is you've got the North American fart, which is like everything the North Americans do loud. Yeah. <laughs> you got the British <laughs> fart, which is silence. Uh, but you're always polite, but in the meantime, screwing the world over and colonizing the shit out of everything. So yeah, no, that's, you're both very appropriate farts. That's good. That's true, actually. Often Sam's farts, when I hear them, it's, they sound like the farts from a fart machine. Or, <laughs> or from a cartoon. You know, like, yeah, like a stereotypical fart. One that's like so stereotypical, you can't believe it's real. You guys been in lockdown too. That feels like yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry for you guys. We we've now signed a, a one year lease. Have we? <laughs> you have. I've now signed a one year lease. Did you actually sign anything? No. Oh, okay. okay. It's, it's a theoretical signing of the lease. Theoretical okay. Signing. It's a going through the motions. We have this beautiful apartment. Yep. There's a dog that likes to bark at us from outside. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of dogs. I've never had. Do- I've only had sisters. Right. Another. <laughs> Because they're totally comparable. <laughs> so I have I have five younger sisters. I'm the only boy and I'm the oldest. So I instead of pets, I just had little girls Bitches. running around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Sam's really keen to get a dog. But we need a docile one because I'm not really used to licking and, and biting and scratching. Oh, you poor guy, you're not used to licking. 
No. <laughs> well, <laughs> what about you, Fedor? What's your experience with licking, biting, and scratching? <laughs> you know, I'm married now, so less than in the good old days. But yeah. <laughs> How does it change once you get married? Well, it, first of all, it, it's only been like recent, like less than two months. And also, I'm kind of half married. It's very complicated. Well, it's weird. We were going to get married twice. Once in Nepal. We spend a lot of time in Nepal. And we have a lot of friends in Nepal and a life in Nepal. And yeah, you cannot ask them to fly over to the Netherlands or whatever. They won't even get a visa because, you know, we're not that open to foreigners, as we always think. Uh, so we were going to do one in Nepal and one in Europe. We did the one in Nepal on the 13th of March. And then everywhere kind of the lockdown thing happens. So the, the one in Europe, which was going to be more the official one with all the family, is postponed until next year or so. So we're kind of half married. We're, we're married across, but according to Hinduist Nepalese traditions. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I think we, we did all kinds of ceremonies, had no idea what was going on because we're both very Dutch and we're all like, okay, now do the third eye thing, okay? Now we walk <laughs> three times around the little chapel, okay? I'll, I'll light, light some incense and wave it around, okay? <laughs> We had somebody explaining what we had to do, but no idea what it all meant. <laughs> it felt very culturally inappropriate, but then again, it was kind of forced upon us by the Nepalese. I think they were being culturally inappropriate, to be honest. I haven't been to a lot of weddings, mm -hmm. but the first, and maybe, actually maybe one of the only ones, was one of my first boyfriends. And I went through a period where I wore really small underwear. And I also am not really great at shaving. <laughs> okay. So this is a this is a start to the story. So go to the wedding. We go to the ceremony. Everything's beautiful. And then we start drinking. And it was a beautiful summer day. So I'm outside and I don't normally wear dresses. We're in front of the church and I spread my legs. And my underwear had pushed to the side. And I had this big bush just like strap it up and i had only been dating him for maybe six months he was the best man because it was his brother's wedding and so his entire family was there and so for the rest of the time that i dated him i was referred to as beaver girl yes yeah wow wow fun fact Oh, yeah, lovely wedding. <laughs> so great. So maybe that's why I haven't been to so many weddings. And maybe that's why I'm so traumatized to never get married. But like, ah! Wow. <laughs> just full bush. Just, full bush. just there on show for everyone. Every wedding, there's one like you, to be honest. Usually they're passed out when this happens in a puddle <laughs> of vomit. Um, yeah. Some are conscious. It happens. It's... it's <laughs> Yeah, what was the what was the Nepal wedding like, Fedor? Could you give us more more it, lowdown it, on that? Uh, yeah, the, it was weird. Was at a little little temple, or kind of semi-traditional Nepalese clothes because all our Nepalese friends insisted on it. Mm -hmm. uh, first, we wanted to do a, like a non-traditional wedding over there, but none of our Nepalese friends accepted that. They all started calling their own priest. No, I'll get my priest. My priest is fine. You you you'll like him. <laughs> So we finally got a priest that didn't speak a word of English. Uh huh. So we just stood there at a little temple, constantly no idea what's going on. Like I said, we had to burn incense, we had to put color on each other's head. Uh, 
and my, my Linda, my, my better half, uh, semi-wife, because it's still, we, we don't know what to call each other at this point. But she kept mm -hmm. asking, like there was one friend kind of translating his instructions every now and then. And she kept asking, are we married yet? No, okay. Because then there was like another little thing we did. Are we married now? No, still not. <laughs> and eventually when I draw like with colored powder, like they, they do at the Indian Holy Festival, you know, I, when finally when I drew a line from here all over her head, then we were married all of a sudden. But at that time she had even stopped asking because she's like, oh, we're never going to get married. It's going to be an hour of ritual. <laughs> Just taking the piss out of us Westerners. <laughs> but yeah, no, so that was, and that was all, well, I was going to say quick, like the whole ceremony, that like whole weird part was like 45 minutes, an hour, I think an hour, more maybe even. Wow. Um, walking circles around the temple, all that kind of stuff. And then after that, like, was done, pretty much everyone just left, like the Nepalese, oh, this was it, <laughs> they're off. We had a, the day after, we had a big party, more our kind of style, with a lot of booze and food and mm. booze and more food and booze. Are you saying booze or boobs? Booze. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool though. I've literally never heard, I didn't know what happened at, at Nepalese weddings. So I love, I love, I love the paint and the stuff. I think it's so funny that everyone just left. <laughs> like, yeah, we're married. Time to party. Like, see you later, guys. <laughs> like, what? Where are you going? <laughs> because obviously, like, <laughs> in the Catholic tradition, they would do that. The other thing was that that was interesting. We were planning to get married in 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 somewhere mid-April, and we so uh, some of our Nepalese friends they got us uh, a priest. And we said, well, we want to get married in mid-April. And the priest said, no, no, the, the stars are not in the right position in mid-April. This is not, this isn't possible. You're getting married on March 13th. And it, it, he told us this like a week before. I was still in the Netherlands. I wasn't even in Nepal. And, uh, Linda, my better half, she was already there and talked to the priest. And she just texted me, yeah, we're getting married next week, Friday, because then the stars are in the right position. I said, okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm Friday the 13th. 13th. Yeah, yeah, because that wasn't like a good idea and every other date was a very bad idea. I mean, in Bansko, we went down into a state of emergency that day or Bulgaria, so that was mm. fun. Yeah, you know, uh, it was really like the, 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 when most countries started switching. Like, so actually we are kind of happy that the priest suggested this because mid-April wouldn't have been possible. Mm. Uh, so now we at least have, you know, half a wedding, at least something. Hmm. Well, that's probably what the stars told him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, there's no arguing with the priest now because he's like, yeah, I was right. Like, now, now it's a shithole. Okay, so I want to ask you, mm -hmm. as a comedian, mm -hmm. a funny comedian, I mean, I've seen you perform, like, well, host. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't seen you before, man. I, it is different because I feel yeah, like yeah. the hosts are always funny because they can play off of the other comedians. So I have not mm. seen you actually do a set. Mm -hmm. So I think that is a little bit different, yeah. but fucking hilarious. And my question is, from a dating standpoint or in a relationship, heteronormative standpoint, is it okay if your lady would be funnier than you? I, I don't, well, I don't want it per se, but I don't think it would be a problem for me. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to think sincerely because I, it, 
Uh, I'm not saying I did, that I never had a girlfriend with a sense of humor, of course they have, but I never had a girlfriend that was like extremely funny, always joking, always kidding. So I don't have the experience uh, in that sense. Uh, but I don't, think, I don't think for me it will be an issue. But I, I do know that in, I know they even did some research that for, for men in general, they don't find it attractive if the, the, the woman is funny. Because I, I do actually know a lot of uh, funny women because I work with a lot of female comedians. Mm. Uh, and personally, I definitely don't think they're less attractive because they're funny. But yeah, my relationship with funny people might be different than the average guy or whatever. But yeah, it, it is a weird thing in general, not just in the attractiveness, but also the, yeah, as you're full well aware, the, the opinion of people of female comedians in general is not that positive. Female comedians definitely have a way harder time than, than we do, than the men do. I'd love to bring it back, <clears throat> Beto, to when you said you think you would be okay with a girl being funnier than you. And I just want to paint this image for you and, and see what you think. So let's say, <laughs> not that I don't believe you, but this is an image that I, so I would say as well, I think I would be okay with it. But... So Sam and I are both very extroverted. We both love being the life of the party. We both love cracking jokes. I'm sure you're very similar. And we, we like to be the center of attention. We like to make a lot of people laugh. So given that we like that, if we're there with our, our girlfriend and she's more the center of attention and she's more funny than us and everyone's like loving her so much. Like, oh my God, this girl's hilarious. Like, who brought her? Whoa. And you just, and then it, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you brought her. Oh, you're attached to her? Oh, cool. Oh, oh. oh, it's so cool that you know her. <laughs> yeah. Like, would you feel a bit like, ah, oh, like she's outshining me at all? Or would you think like, yeah, like that's awesome. Like, I love that. I love that she's kind of, capturing everyone's attention and stuff and yeah, the, the latter for sure uh because even actually now but less with jokes or whatever but uh, she my my girlfriend wife thing person she does outshine <laughs> me uh sometimes because she she is very outgoing like socially outgoing and i'm not necessarily always like and it, it's, i've actually become less outgoing now that i am on stage all the time than when you're at a, at a co-working, you're more like, oh, just let me sit in the corner and watch my YouTube thing. and Don't, don't talk to me, please. Uh, don't ask me to tell a joke because that's what everyone always does, which is horrible. Uh, really? So, yeah, 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 of course. Really? Okay. <laughs> I didn't do that, did I? No, I, I don't think you uh, No, you didn't. You didn't. Okay, Otherwise, cool. I would have remembered. <laughs> you would have been blacklisted. No. <laughs> But uh, no, but so she does like socially outshine me sometimes, and I'm always happy with that. I'm I'm, I'm happy to see when a, a, a group is accepting her and when she's engaging with other people. And I, to be honest, I also use it to my advantage because when I do feel like eh, I don't feel like talking to people, I just push her <laughs> in the direction of other people and like keep them busy. Like people. <laughs> no, so for me that definitely isn't a, isn't an issue. Okay. So, I. I would say I feel kind of similar in that, well, on the one hand, it's not like she's kind of dominating or embarrassing you or something in some way. It's not like, oh, oh you're so funny. And look at that poor man over there. What a sad, sad creature. And it's also like, I'm not, it, it, it's probably, it probably ebbs and flows, right? Sometimes, you know, you're feeling it. Sometimes she's feeling it. 
and also like my my parents like my mom and stepdad who i grew up with like my mom is definitely the louder crazier one my stepdad's more introverted but he mm. can still tell jokes all the time and stuff but but yeah I, I think i think having someone who can be engaging and attractive in social situations and, and get people listening to you and laughing i think that's i think that's super attractive yeah yeah, yeah no it's, it's same for me but I, I what i do what i can imagine that it's with when my partner would really be a comedian and and mm -hmm. making fun at my expense i mean that would be a different story as I come, sometimes get reminded of, <laughs> because we got she's very very relaxed, and I'm allowed to say anything, everything on stage. I think this counts as a stage, by the way. <laughs> but I'm allowed to say everything on stage and make you know not everything I tell on stage is true. I make stuff up, and sometimes, often it's it's at my expense, because it's usually just as funnier if you you know make fun of yourself and don't put yourself in a superior position. Uh, but also sometimes it's at her expense. I, I might have sometimes called her because we're in Nepal a lot and she's Dutch, so tall and blonde. I might sometimes make joke that she's like mistaken for a Yeti or stuff like that. And she's, okay. she's, 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 <laughs> she's fine with it, but she does need to remind me sometimes when I come off stage, like, and I continue making jokes that like, yeah, you're off stage now. Now you're not supposed to make fun of me anymore. And I, I think she's mm -hmm. right in that, of course. But no, sometimes it's, uh, I can't imagine for, for her, for my girlfriend, that that's hard. That I get on stage in front of 100 people, crack jokes mm -hmm. about her. Uh, especially when she's in the audience and people know that. I remember in Bulgaria, actually, actually I did, uh, uh, in Sofia, there's a nice, pretty nice comedy club. But they only, pretty much only do Bulgarian comedy. Uh, but they put me in a Bulgarian lineup, which is weird as fuck because you, like every other comedian is talking Bulgarian, the MC is talking, the host is talking Bulgarian. You have no idea when I'm on, like, I no idea what they're <laughs> laughing at. It's confusing as hell. But then, then I, I went on stage. She was uh, with me sitting at the bar. I made some jokes about her as well. And then like this big ass Bulgarian guy in his leather jacket, because you always wear a leather jacket inside. He like tapped her on the shoulder. He's talking about you now. He's making it funny about you. <laughs> I can't imagine that that's not always fun if you're the partner. Do you, do you piss and shit in front of your partner, Fado? Uh, I don't probably shit in front of you. No, she doesn't shit in front of me. I accidentally might have today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I try to avoid it, but... I try to avoid the, the pissing and shitting in front of her, but sometimes you're in a... Where was it? Maybe in Sri Lanka somewhere. We were in such a shitty hotel that it basically was just like a bed. Next to it was the toilet. So you're kind of <laughs> sitting there while she's laying in bed. And they're trying to avoid eye contact at least because I'm not a savage. <laughs> and that's all you try not to make. It was all in the same room? Yes. Yeah, it was a cheap room. <laughs> Fair, but why did why was she like? I mean, I'd be like, can you please go for a walk, <laughs> or just like literally go on the other side of the door? <laughs> Maybe. You always know when you're trying not to make you know too much of a noise on, on the toilet. You know, you don't want to do a, <laughs> which you then get is like a five minute long, <laughs> just lasts so long, and you're just sitting there like. Again, trying to avoid eye contact. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's almost done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, man. 
This video. It's so relatable. <laughs> totally relate. It's all me. It's all me. So ashamed. It's not. It's not. This happened to me recently, actually. Is it a really thin door? And I needed a really violent shit. But I knew she would hear absolutely everything. So you had to kind of eke it out. And then you're in there for ages. And then you leave and you try and close before the smell kind of leaks out. And you both pretend that you, like, you both don't know that I've just had a massive dump in your toilet. And that it's definitely going to stink in there. And that we should probably leave the door open to air it out. But neither yeah. of us wants to leave that door open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, top tip for noise. Electric toothbrushes. Um, you mean stick it in there to loosen it up? That's a bit harsh if it's somebody else's toothbrush. Also, if you're at somebody else's place, they're just going to be, why is she using my toothbrush? What are you doing with my All of these are great tips. Looping up first, like, you know. <laughs> I'd love to ask you, actually, about your, when you were a full-time pro stand-up comedian, how did you, which you still are, but I guess you're on hiatus, not to take that away from you, sorry. <laughs> You still are. You still are, Pedro. You still are. You can do it. How, what was your day like? How did you structure your day? How did you structure your week? How did you get through writing comedy? And yeah, what, what, what did it look like? I've always been a, been an evening, like a night person. So I'm most creative in, in the evenings or, or at night. When I have comedy shows in the evening, after comedy shows, so like from 11 mm. till 1 at night or three, 2 at night, 3 at night. So not a lot during the day. So yeah, basically not a lot of structure. I recently bought a PlayStation, so now it's completely gone. <laughs> that was a good yeah. buy, by the way, because the, the prices went up now that there's the whole Corona crisis. Everybody wants ah. a PlayStation, so they've doubled <laughs> in price. You had a birthday recently. Yeah, yeah two weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago cool happy birthday thanks thanks i actually got one of the best lockdown gifts i got a beer tap like one of those at home you put a little cask in there and you're tapping your own freshly brewed beer mm, which is, yeah. is not helping for the whole drinking thing <laughs> <laughs> we decided to turn it off now for a few days to cut down on the whole <laughs> the, the fun thing is though uh but, because, yeah, so now a few days a week I teach online. It, it is an offline class, but now everything's online. So now it's an online class. Uh, but the beer machine actually makes exactly the same noise as my coffee machine. Uh, so you can, while you're in the class, just fill it, not in front of the camera, your, your mug with beer uh -huh. and say, mm, nice coffee. They will notice <laughs> the white mustache, though, if you make your beer too foamy. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it's a cappuccino. <laughs> Just say it's a cappuccino. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Professor, that's the fifth cappuccino you've had this hour. It's like, great question. Great question. Yes. <laughs> I'm addicted to caffeine. <laughs> yeah, I moved the beer machine to another place in the house. And I didn't realize until after two hours of giving an online class that it was like full in the background. <laughs> Very professional. Damn, none of the students even mentioned their beer tap. 
<laughs> on that note, <laughs> um, we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That was that was good fun. I yeah, think we just had. Was fun. Was fun. Thank you so much for for joining. I I'm really excited for you to come to Bansko because yeah, I think I I want to do some stand up and. I just have, I don't know any really rules or theory or anything behind it. So I think I need, to, how did you learn for, like quickly as we end? Like, um, did you just try I, and fail? I, I try, tried and surprisingly succeeded. I failed like 50 oh times after that. But the, the, mm. the, the weird thing of how I started is, is I, I never, this was never a plan. A friend of mine uh, in Nepal actually suggested he just started doing comedy at open mics. And I was always making fun of him at the co-working place. It started at mm. a co-working place. Uh, I yeah. was always like roasting him a bit, just like bands are just friends, you know, fun, like not like picking on him like a bully. Mm. And he suggested that I give the open mic a, a try. And I said, yeah, sure, I'll try it, whatever. It's Nepal, nobody knows me. And then he, I kind of forgot about it. And then he was hosting the mic and he didn't have enough people. So he kind of forced me to. I did the open mic and I immediately got booked for a paid gig. I, wow. I bombed a bit at the paid gig, though. But they paid me anyway, so fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, so I, I never really uh, learned like the theory, or, or I never really well prepared. But it definitely helps if you do. And I'm I'm very willing to, even if we have to do it online at some point, to to help you uh, prep a little bit or give some pointers, some advice. I did a little workshop a couple of times to get people prepped for their first time. Mm -hmm. And as, as Sam has heard, like Scott did magnificently <laughs> after I passed him. <laughs> oh no, actually I didn't do the workshop with him. So no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. That's not my fault. <laughs> I did, Uwe did the workshop, but he never did any comedy. <laughs> it would be pretty funny. Yep. He wants yeah. to do some improv. I don't think Scott would be funny. <laughs> well, he wasn't. But he, the biggest issue with him was not, he had some good material. He actually wrote some good jokes, but he was just way, way super nervous, which is, I mean, not, not that strange the first time, of course. And you kind of have to pull, either try, if you really want to, you have to do it a couple of times and then it becomes less. But yeah, I never had, that was my big advantage. I never really was nervous to begin with. Probably also because it wasn't at all, and I really thought, fuck it, I don't know these people. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was really great talking to you, and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you for having Thank me. It was fun. What a great guy. What a dude, bro, man. Man, he, he sure loves to drink. He had beer, he had wine, he had whiskey. Did he? I, I feel like he might have had more. He may he may have done. He may have done. And he got married in Nepal on Friday the 13th. What a crazy time to get married. <laughs> but yeah, that was super fun. I know I'm looking forward to meeting him in real life. Thank yeah. you so much for watching. We Thank you, Fedor, for coming on the show. We absolutely loved having you. And if you really like this, uh, please do like, subscribe, share, come on the show. We would love to have you. We want to talk about everything to do with relationships. Sex. And becoming a better person emotionally and connecting with people. We just really want to see the interaction with human to human. Yeah. We just... Not in the transactional period of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>